Hi, I'm Diane Hullett, and welcome to the Best Life, Best Death podcast. I'm excited today to have a special guest joining us from Stillwater, Minnesota, and it is Peter Mayer, singer-songwriter, uh, beautiful guitarist. Hi, Peter. Hi, Diane. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. Peter and I met through Living Room Live, well, through my husband, really, loving his music and seeking him out and asking him if he'd come and play. And so he played a beautiful couple of beautiful concerts in Boulder, Colorado. And in fact, he's coming to Boulder again, playing at the Unity Church. Um, we'll get into that, where you can find Peter's shows and su such. But I, I asked Peter to join me today because I just feel like his, his songs are often such a celebration. And they're such a powerful kind of mix of science and faith. And I think, you know, Peter's going to tell us a little bit about himself and and play a song or two. So how did you how did you get into writing songs the way you do, Peter? Oh, boy. Well, you know, I just had a had a uh, interest in it and found, discovered that interest when I was in high school, when I really first picked up a guitar because I didn't I didn't really have music in my family growing up. So it took me a while to discover my interest and aptitude for music. And so ever since I picked up the guitar, I've always, even the first day, I was interested in writing a song. I think even before I picked up the guitar, I had this idea that I would love to write songs. So yeah. I've been at it ever since. Uh, yeah. You know, for better or for worse, here I am 59 <clears throat> years old and I'm still still writing songs. I kind of think of it as my spiritual practice. and. I think a lot of creative people find that their creative process is a grounding uh, uh, sort of spiritual practice for them, and 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 therefore they they many of us suffer if we can't do it for very long because we feel <clears throat> out of sorts. Absolutely. We can't. Yeah. Absolutely. And 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 I love one of the things I love about your songs is they they range from like the sublime and the very beautiful to the very funny and quirky and just off the wall. So uh like one of the songs I was listening to before uh you and I got on this call was this wonderful song called When I Died. And when I died has these great lyrics about getting to heaven and then being quite annoyed because you realize that of everybody else is there too. Like what? The <laughs> right. So I love that. <laughs> and then, and then of course, one of my all time favorites, holy now, and just the beautiful sense of gratitude and miracle that you bring. So I, I just Thank love, you. Your, love your songwriting. So tell us, um, tell us what, what you want to play today. Well, I, I was telling you before we went on, uh, before we hit the record button that uh, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I wrote a song a couple of years ago uh, that I thought would be good for this. Uh, you haven't heard it yet, Diane, so after hearing it, perhaps you'll think, no. You don't have to be polite. You can, you can edit this out if you like, so... <laughs> Um, but, but I thought, oh my gosh, it, it feels like for me anyway, kind of a bullseye in terms of, in terms of death and dying and, and that whole thing. So well, I thought, how, Hey, how I just you, play it. Yeah. How did you, how did you sort of come to this song? You said well, it I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell you where the inspiration, the idea came from is a, is a, a, a little book called, uh, 
Tuesdays with Maury, which many of pe people have read and is very relevant to this topic. And um, at some point, uh, you know, they're they're talking about because this this man is is dying. It's a, he's in the process of of dying, and and uh, another man is visiting him regularly, asking him questions and just chatting with him. And and um, Maury, I think it's it's Maury, the man who's dying. Uh, uses uh, this metaphor of uh, being a wave. No, no, there are two waves on the ocean. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, but I can't remember the exact quote either. Yeah. Like there are so, two waves. Two waves uh, on the ocean together. And they're, they see the shore. One, they, they begin to see the shore, shoreline and one wave is afraid. Well, and the other wave says, why are you afraid? And the wave says, well, because when we reach this, the shoreline, that'll be the end of us. And the, the first wave says, well, you don't understand, do you? And the second wave says, what do you mean? And the first wave says, well, you're not just a wave. You're, you're part of the ocean. So I love that. I've thought of that countless times over the years. And so... Anyway, this song is inspired by that metaphor. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll sing it. I was explaining to you earlier, Dianette. I, I'm not properly set up with uh, a microphone and a, a direct line for my guitar, so I'm I'm just going to have to do all this into into the microphone. So, I apologize for the lack of um, quality, but that's what you get when you're not uh, planning ahead, which is my life. My <laughs> life is about not planning ahead. I don't. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> just the facts. It's, just, it's the facts. just the way it is. Well, I, I have to say I was quite I was quite thrilled because Peter and I had talked about inserting some recorded songs to this, and we may still do that. And then as soon as we got on the phone, he said, Well, well, well just I let me let me get my guitar. And I was like, Oh good, he might play something. So brand new, brand new, new to me, new to the audience song, not yet. Yeah. Does Very it good. Have, okay. you know, a title? Yeah, it's called it's called When You Are a Wave. When you are a wave, and I'll just do my best. I'll maybe, it'll be sort of a talking through it perhaps as well, but I'll just do my best with. When you are a wave, a wave on the sea, you love the wind, the gale and the breeze, you rock the boats and the seabirds afloat that you roll beneath you mirror the sky and catch the sunlight you take a moonbeam and make it look like a glittering diamond a quivering flame you are away when you are away a wave on the sea when you are away a wave on the sea 
you curl, you drift and you glide on through the world, through the shallow and deep, the bitter and sweet passing of time. On through the world, or is it more true that the whole world is moving through you because the water you're made of is never the same when you are away when you are away a wave on the sea Peter, I'd say you you nailed it with song choice. Oh, thank you. That's just a wonderful, wonderful um, extension of that metaphor. Thanks, yeah. Diane. Oh, sorry about the noise here. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Well, I, I really like the song too, and I, I, I'm grateful for the opportunity to play it because it's just one of those things that is kind of waiting to be recorded and yeah. I was telling you before we started rolling how busy I am these days with raising kids, and it's just these things, you know, just kind of languish in, in the shadows for <laughs> a long time. So it, anyway. Yeah, it's hard to keep that creative life kind of moving forward, and yet these it sounds like you're still writing. It's just hard to get the time to record. Right, yeah. Yeah, and recording for me, not that this matters to our conversation, but recording is a very kind of pokey process because I want to get right, get right, and yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not as simple as just you and the guitar. It's all these other factors and musicians and ways that it comes in. Well, I'm just I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> 
Well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you why I love that metaphor is because it, I, I really feel like it's, there's a truth there and it's a, it's a really useful way for all of us, not just in death or in the death process, uh, but, but just in, in living uh, and, you know, to, to try and um, identify with the larger reality that we are a part of and this is of course a very buddhist thing uh but but whatever it is i think it's true for one thing i think science is telling us this that that we are in ways that are apparent and not so apparent really part of the greater world and that you can even go so far as to say that it's questionable whether you can identify a self you know, well, who, what, what am I, you know, and, uh, and because the cells in my body at every moment are living and dying and, and regenerating. And so I am a different being from moment to moment. And so if to have a deep understanding of that, and then to think not so much of our uh, selves with a small s, as the Buddhists would say, but think of the greater self that you are. Uh, and to identify with that and that this is a is a beautiful way to um, to you know uh, alleviate suffering and and um, and be not so concerned with our little selves yeah and I love that the metaphor also it's it's like both visual and tactile like many of us have been in the ocean or in water and so we understand that concept from swimming with waves and then we also can picture it. And so I think we get the metaphor on, on multiple levels, not just the words. And so it resonates. Yeah, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with water, I don't think. I mean, and it's 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 beautiful because we are, it, it's true to what you are as a living being is you're filled with water and you're constantly taking water in and moving, it's moving through you and yeah, and, and so it's just such an integral part of life. So I, I love that metaphor. And we're all drawn to the water. Uh, spiritually, we're always wanting to be by the water, hear the water, see the water, be in it. It's just very powerful. So it is. It yeah. is. Do you do you have other favorite songs that include water metaphors? I mean, I'm well, yeah, I mean, sometimes I think that I use them too much. <laughs> 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 like it's okay, just... moving off water. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think of yeah. your song "Blue Boat Home." Like that's one of the ones we. Uh, I, I was thinking might be fun to play here. Um, "Blue Boat Home," you know, has this gorgeous line: "The wide universe is the ocean, and I travel." And or I'm sorry, the wide universe is the ocean I travel, and the earth is my blue boat home. And every time I hear that, I can picture the earth as this little kind of stubby boat that we're all on and it's cruising through the galaxy. Mm. And I, I just love that. So Blue Boat Home is one song that pops in my head. What are others that come for you? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, I don't know. I have a, a song called On the Water, which is also kind of a mystical it's inspired many years ago. I wrote it about kayaking, but I, I, you know, I love the image of being on the water, being beneath the sky and above the water and, and how you uh, can feel like you're sort of melting into it all and with the motion of the waves and being on that. So that, that's what that song's about. And then, 
oh there there are just so, so many of them uh where water is uh part of the song or or the main kind of theme i i just wrote a song well a while back now called well guess what it's called water <laughs> it's and called what, water okay here, what, let, what let me the uh there yeah well let me uh call it up here uh sorry i i i need my iPad. assistance of my lyrics but i do have them here bear with me here it is yeah we are molecules, two H's and one O, and in most places we are ice and we are cold. But sometimes in the universe, when we find a place like Earth, where the sun is shining and the lovely breezes blow, we are water, rising up to the highest cloud, falling free and the rain come down, flowing over and underground. We are water, drops in the river and the wide ocean, running in all directions, then coming together again. And it goes on from there and it's totally you know it's sung from the point of view of the water molecules you know that that are usually are frozen they're not uncommon in the universe apparently but they're usually frozen and uh, but place like earth you know very very narrow band of uh, very incredibly temperate you know and this is where liquid water exists and that's why we're here liquid water it's one of the reasons anyway why you and i are here is because life had a chance to get started to sort of cuddle up with each other all the molecules that are needed for life you know i that's what scientists say that that they, they needed water as a medium you know so anyway that's that's uh yeah that's I love it. Well. I love it. So, you, and, and again, like I said at the beginning, I feel like, again, you, you have this wonderful way of combining like the science and the faith or the mystery, you might call it. And I think about your song, Holy Now, which of course is a favorite of mine. And, and you say, now I can't keep track because everything's a miracle. So the challenging thing becomes not to look for miracles, but finding where there isn't one. Hmm. Yeah. I uh, thank you, Diane, and I, that's kind of speaks to my own journey from Catholicism, where Catholicism really taught me about the idea of the holy, and I'm grateful for that. That I I, I bring that from my Catholic background. Uh, nowadays, I see the world and I see how miraculous all of it is, and how really astonishingly miraculous it is everything you know every it seems to me if you just take a little bit of time to try and learn about the the life of 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 any living thing a caterpillar or or the leaf that it's on you know and just if you just take that time to learn a little bit of the the vast amount that we know about these things it's almost always just puts you in a state of awe and wonder i think yeah. and um and you know, I think when you talk about uh, death and dying, I think there's ways to um, be strengthened and, and find meaning in that whole process uh, just by not even, well, I don't begrudge anybody their sort of spiritual lives and their, and their engagement with supernatural ideas. Uh, you know, but for me, just as a quote naturalist, I think that there's just so much in nature and in learning about 
what we already know about life and uh, finding meaning in that. And without death, life isn't possible. It's just, it's just integral to the whole cycle. And, and so I, I think that to somehow, uh, you know, celebrate that as human beings and that we're all in that process, a part of that, that's what brought us here. And uh, those are the powers that uh, uphold us. And then we pass on and we give, make way for others. So uh, yeah. anyway, yeah. Well, when, when you just said the part about, you know, you don't, you don't, everybody believes what they believe. What popped in my head was to this idea that as we're dying and as we're approaching death, you know, it's what Barbara Carnes, a, a great end of life educator says, she says, if you know you're going to die, it's actually a gift of time because that time then can be space for relationships and healing and um, things that can happen when you're still on this side of things, no matter what you believe happens on the other side of things. So it's like this miraculous process that's um, possible for us to be with. And uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you think, uh, do you think, are you interested in playing a rough version of Holy Now or would you rather be sure. recording it? <laughs> Feels like, rough, feels like got a little rough. Got the guitar out. Got the guitar out. It's a casual, casual situation. Casual situation, very much. I do think that the, this is continuing the conversation. One of the, I think, uh, challenges about being human uh, regarding our, our own mortality is that we, we are able to know mm perceive that we will die and you know the the the, the fear and anxiety and grief that that brings to a, a conscious being <laughs> I think is real and part of the reason for religions and supernatural belief I think is that very thing and uh, you know and I, I I've often said to my wife I reserve the right to believe anything I need to believe when I'm dying you know, or, or when I'm suffering. Yeah. And um, and I think that that's that's good and very very human. However, in my own life, I have found that uh, as I grew older and uh, learned more about the world and what we know to be true, a lot of that seemed to be at odds with the supernatural beliefs that I embraced when I was younger and that I was taught. And so then, once you figure out that you really can't any longer believe something well then what do you do you know and, and for me i had to build my beliefs on what i know to be true about the world and and those things i feel are so vast and beautiful that uh, i think that there's nourishment there for somebody who still wants a spiritual life but can't give themselves to some of the beliefs that you know, they grew up with or whatever. Um, so anyway, that's sort of a, a religious place that doesn't feel it fits. You're kind of saying as a naturalist, just look out the window, like out my window right now is the most unbelievable spider web, you know, and it's about two feet across. And I just keep it keeps catching the sunlight. And I keep looking at it and thinking of this every everywhere is a miracle. So. Well, and my goodness, yeah. And right there, that's such a perfect example. Because when you learn about the incredible process that it takes for a spider to create that it's just you just don't even know what to 
to do after you learn I like you know and and yeah so that's a perfect example I I I think that a spiritual practice can be found in just that you know taking some time and meditating learning about something like a spider web making that your spiritual practice and then realizing you're a part of this universe that created that spider web and that created you holy cow exactly I'm yeah yeah and uh, anyway sing us a uh, song peter sing us a song okay All right, I'm gonna. Sorry about the little creaky, creaky microphone. It's okay. When I was a boy, each week on Sunday we would go to church and pay attention to the priest. He would read the holy word. Consecrate the holy bread And everyone will kneel and bow Today the only difference is Everything is holy now Everything, everything Everything is holy now When I was in Sunday school we would learn about the time Moses split the sea in two Jesus made the water wine and I remember feeling sad Miracles don't happen still But now I can't keep track Cause everything's a miracle Everything, everything Everything's a miracle Wine, the water is not so small But an even better magic trick Is that anything is here at all So, the challenging thing becomes Not to look for miracles But finding where there isn't Holy water was rare at best It barely wet my fingertips And now I have to hold my breath Like I'm swimming in a sea of it Used to be a world half there Heaven's second rate hand me down But I walk it with a reverent air Cause everything is holy now Everything, everything, everything is holy now. Read a questioning child's face. Say it's not a testament. That'd be very hard to say. See, see another new morning. 
Say it's not a sacrament Tell you that it can't be This morning outside I stood Saw a little red winged bird Shining like a burning bush Singing like a scripture verse It made me want to bow my head I remember when church let out How things have changed since then Everything is holy now Used to be a world half there Heaven's second rate hand-me-down But I walk it with a reverent air Cause everything is holy now Thank you, Peter. Yeah, thanks, Diane, for, for asking for that one. Anything you want to say at the end of that? No, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, it goes to back to our comments before about seeing the world as sacred. I I think one one thing, I, I keep thinking about our, our topic, your topic with death and dying and um some religions and belief systems think of death as an abomination you know it's it's not uh the way it's supposed to be it's not it's not even what god intended and um sometimes that belief well i think that perhaps Oftentimes that belief gives people strength when they have to face death. But that's definitely not what I believe. I, I think that, and, and then that's not what the evidence shows, that death is intrinsic to life. It's just, a, it's like the, um, the yin and the yang, you know, it's two parts of the same thing. And, uh, and so I love that idea that, uh, death is holy too yeah yeah and the metaphor of the wave and the idea that whatever comes after this life is part of a we're even as we're living we're a wave living within the ocean constantly changing yeah and we and yeah and and we are the ocean right we we are that we are the ocean and uh it's, it's a powerful idea, and I, I think that there's just great comfort there. I know there is for me. Uh, it lifts you out of yourself. It's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, um, yeah, it's just amazing how that, 
that concept, which is based and what I love about that concept is it's a it's a metaphor. It's a beautiful metaphor, but it's based in reality. It's it's based in something that's true about our lives, that we are part of a larger reality. And um, and and I love that, you know, it's just uh, because it's so easy. I know it is for me just to spiral down in my own problems and worries and anxieties and just trying to get by day to day you know how it is it's just uh it's that's that's the normal human condition you're always worrying our brains are pre uh, there there seem to be wired for worry and anxiety and that helps us and self-identification and so how do we keep popping out to this bigger place and holding that and maybe especially in the face of dying, but also just in the face of living. How do we keep yeah. coming back to that bigger place? Well, I just go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Don't forget what you're gonna say. I, I do think that's where the spiritual practice piece comes in because it's not it's not our natural default, right? We don't we we need to work at it. We need to work at reminding ourselves. This is because I don't think our brains are, you know, the, the primitive parts of our brains are about survival, our own individual survival, not necessarily about uh, perceiving the larger reality. And so I think that's where spiritual practice comes in. You know, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh calls it concentration. You have to concentrate uh, on, on, you know, he talks about, for example, the present moment have to concentrate on because our minds are racing forward and backward and um and so it takes some work but the benefits and the payoff is there almost immediately i don't know what you find but oh yeah and and this is where i think it circles back to what you said at the beginning about creativity i think the concentration and focus that come with a creative act whatever your creativity thing is whether it's songwriting or painting or gardening or writing or uh, there's so many different ways to access it but that brings us back to the present moment also i have to reference the spider web again which has just had the largest spider climb into the middle of it (laughs) about an inch and a half across and oh it's this gosh. one big spider so <laughs> my so daughter would not want to hear hi. about it <laughs> yeah i know i know I'm not necessarily a big fan i like them outside in the bush <laughs> yeah but there's our wow. right there well thank Amazing. you so much peter i just appreciate you so much and your willingness to kind of just jump in and play a few songs and um i think they're really really powerful for what we're talking about um you can find out more about peter at petermayer.net like the fisherman.net because interestingly enough there is another peter mayer songwriter that petermayer.com and that's not this peter mayer different guy different um, musicians, still a singer songwriter, but petermayer.net. And I, you know, if you like Peter's music, go to his website and find out if he's coming somewhere near you, because I was very excited to find out when we spoke just now that you are coming somewhere near me soon, which is Boulder, Colorado. Right. And Fort Collins on the same trip and also Colorado Springs. Fabulous. On that, on that Fabulous. tour next next uh, week or next month, rather. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, I thank you so much, Peter. And um, you can Thanks, talk more about the work I do at bestlifebestdeath.com and the work that Peter does at petermayer.net. Thanks again, Peter, for this great conversation and music. Thank you. And thanks for your great work, Diane. I think it's wonderful what you're doing.
Thank you so much. Thank you.